0: Welcome to the freaking fantastic fantasy football podcast. We break down the ins and outs of each matchup to determine who will be a champion and a loser. Here are your hosts, Josh and Justin.
1: And welcome everyone. This is the 4S Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Minyard, And that is it. Yep, that's just me. Uh, Josh Carlson is not here today, and honestly, it's because our schedules were kind of off this week. We couldn't really find time together at the same time. So uh, he's off on this little anniversary, anniversary adventure. Happy anniversary to Mr. and Mrs. Kamish. Hope you guys are having a good time. So I'm going to be taking the reins today. I do have a special guest host for a little bit. He'll meet him in just a second. Uh, I just want to get some league notes. Uh, the only notes we have is a team name change. In light of recent events, I changed my name once again from Taylor to win to oh my god win because i haven't won yet again and i'm kind of a little perturbed about it but we'll get into that later uh so i changed my name from jordan taylor reference to of course chris godwin which i have put on my team and yet i still can't win a single game but not here or there uh we don't have a commissioner but we do have a commission's corner so stay tuned for that
0: What's up, podcast world? This is Josh, your other host. Sorry, I'm not able to uh, join the podcast this week, but I wanted to show Justin some love. Thanks for doing this for again for us, Justin, and um want to give my commissioner corner for the week. So last week, I was lamenting about my team scoring 164 points and losing. Well, this week, my team scored 158 points, and I totally redeemed myself. And we we'll, uh, beat up on uh, Chris Whelan. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, take the brunt of that brunt of that beating, but uh, you know, last week you go from hating fantasy football to this week going to love fantasy football. That's the highs, that's the lows. You got to love it. That's why you play the game, right? Um, hope everybody's okay from this crazy uh late November storm. Uh, well, late season storm in November. Um, but uh hopefully we'll be back in full strength next week on the podcast. Love you guys. We'll talk to you then.
1: All right, Josh, thank you for that message. i uh, going to miss you, man. Uh, see you next week. and we wait to come back with you. So, uh get right into our recap. Uh, we'll start off with my game, which was the matchup of the week. Uh, me versus Eric, Prestige Worldwide. And it was a heartbreaker in the flats, only because I lost by two points. I played DJ Moore instead of Chris Godwin. Go figure. And I lost by two points. So, good job, Eric. You got the win on that one. Congratulations. Uh, next game, of course, you just heard about Josh versus Chris. So that's Mac Attack versus uh, Inglorious Stafford's. Josh, of course, won big, uh, 158 to 98. Is two big contributors were his big uh, fab grabs when he got Tua, and then of course a few was later got uh, big money for Kenneth Walker to help seal the victory. Both had 30 point games. Uh, next game is from Alex Bird and Bradford team Dadford, 110 to 83. Uh, Alice Bird won we had two both games pretty close but Terry Hill and uh, Christian Kirk outran everyone else for team Bird or team CW won't call back the next game we're going to talk about right now is Justin Ray versus Carson is Carson City Goobers versus Matthew Mega Miller's team that is going to be hard to say back to back so I'm going to have to figure one or the other uh, pretty close game uh, surprisingly, Matthew won because of Devontae Adams and Nick Folk, and I only say that because he is, he played Damian Harris, who was injured, didn't play, and he played Dallas, who was on a bye, so he had two spots with zeros, and he still won by 10 points, uh, so, has off to you, Matthew, way I don't know if that was strategy, or just didn't really notice, but hey, you know, it's a win, so it's a win. Um, next game I got is John Stabley, so Miami Shorts, versus Zach Tanner, which, of course, is Super Saiyans. Um, This did not go well for John, unfortunately. Uh, But you can't blame him, because Zach had Joe Mitzen, who scored five touchdowns by himself. Five. So anyone playing against Joe Mitzen, probably a loss. So don't take it too hard, John. Great job on one, Zach. Uh, Last game we're going to recap is Caleb versus Joe. So that's Rack City Clutch versus Running Up That Hill. And both for... Uh, pretty close game, for the most part. Uh, Pretty balanced win for Caleb. Uh, he won 127-108. Uh, Joe did get a zero from his tight end, Tyler Higby. So that, of course, didn't help. So unfortunately for that, that didn't really help you out Joe. But hey, only in week, man. So that is our week cap. Week cap. Our wick Wow. Our week nine recap. I don't know why it took me so many times to say it. Sorry, guys. It's kind of a little... uh. Getting a little from under the weather, been sick like week and half, so do try to bear with me, apologize for that. Um, But now we're going to go right into our special interview with our special guest host. Let's bring him on in. Hello, Alex Bird.
2: How are you doing?
1: I'm doing very well. How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for having me on.
1: Absolutely, man. haven't got to talk to you in a little while, so what better way than to bring you back on the podcast?
2: Yeah, thank you.
1: So what's what's new? I haven't, I haven't heard since last year. What's going on with Outsburg?
2: Well, just uh, I've got the twins. They're a year and a half and running in different directions and working. And that's really my whole life. I'm up here in Ponte Vedra Beach still. And so just enjoying it. And that's that's about where my life is going. What about you?
1: Oh, I'm doing all right. I I've heard uh, I just got back from a cruise a it' awesome was good I was just kind of going one day
2: that's great, man. Well, like I said, thank you for having me on and I'm looking forward to this
1: perfect, well, let's get right into it so uh I think this is very roller coaster-y, like up and down unknowns um I only what's your biggest takeaway from the season so far? Uh,
2: right. The leagues are not equal. Uh, I think the best teams in the league are all stacked in the shirts division, and it's uh, very much, uh, very much a balance of power that is uh, just uh, not very uh, <coughs> balanced, if you will. An imbalance, yes. Yeah, an imbalance of power, and I think that it's. Uh, I think it's a great year. I think there are clearly three or four teams that are the front runners though for the, for the the other thing that's interesting, I think, and I was talking to John Snavely about this earlier this week, there really hasn't been strong quarterback play this year. Usually there's five or six quarterbacks that can get you 25 to 30 points a game. And that's pretty consistent. Really right now there's Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and maybe Jalen hurts. And that's really it. I mean, there's not really a deep well of quarterbacks that are getting you uh, really productive games. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, not very much. I probably agree with you that the biggest consistent thing about this year is the inconsistency of quarterback play. Uh, running back has been this uh, whole season. Receivers have been kind of up and down, but at least you kind of get more, a little more value out of it this year. But, yeah, I would say definitely quarterbacks are probably more surprising that not as many, like even get a starter, it's still not guaranteed to get, you know, 15, 20 points, whatever they like were used it, to.
2: It really I mean, you know, you we've got twelve teams and you got the top twelve quarterbacks in the league. Um, if you don't have one of the top three, you really aren't guaranteed to get twenty points.
1: Yeah, Josh uh, Allen or like Jalen Hurts, those teams. Jalen
2: Hurts or Patrick Mahomes, those are those are really the only three that you know you're guaranteed to get those points off from the quarterback position.
1: Yeah, I would expect a little more from Justin Herbert, who just yeah I know he had that big uh, injury like I think in the first like couple weeks, so he's always been dealing with that. But overall, like it's definitely hard to been on a lot of teams like Tom Brady, who's kind of been no show a few times.
2: Yeah, um, I have Matt Puppets. Stafford, and he's been he's been awful. You know, I'm lucky I have such a strong receiving <clears throat> and running back crew because Stafford has just been all over the place.
1: Oh, I would add Lamar Jackson. He's been pretty consistent up there. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's but true.
1: You're right, you're right. If you don't have one of the top four, maybe five guys, it's really hard to kind of count on that in the coming weeks for the playoffs just a few weeks away.
2: So those that took, I think, was Josh Allen taken in the first two rounds? Smart decision.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably round three, but definitely early. But, I mean, it's definitely one of those kind of years.
0: But... Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so. also, I think my biggest surprise this year is just how, like, hard. bats. I know, like, a few of our teams have, like, solid, like, uh, Zach has Alvin Kamara and Joe Mitson, who's definitely a one-two punch. But, like, I've struggled with running bats all season, which I didn't really draft very well. So that's kind of on me. But I think a lot of people have had a lot of trouble, you know, keeping two quality running bats at the same time. That's when you thoughts have... on that.
2: I feel very, um, Lucky to have Barkley and Josh Jacobs. I think they've been two good running backs. Jacobs is a little um, hit or miss, but I mean, he's had two 40-point games, I think. And so I feel very solid. You know, you take the good with the bad a little bit with him. And Barkley's been extremely consistent, 18 to 22-point performer for me. And so that's where uh, I feel like I did draft well from the skill position, and uh, especially in my receiving core as well. Uh, it's a little bit of a shame Michael Thomas like four games and was very effective in those four games, but uh, uh, Christian Kirk <laughs> has been a really nice surprise from Jacksonville, uh, and that's so I I expect him to continue to do well.
1: Yeah, I've supposed your team and you know you're doing very well. Obviously, you have Tyreek Hill, who's kind of unsure of when he went to Miami with Tua, that's obviously proven very well. Versus the wide receiver one, yeah, pretty good with your uh, running backs. George had a rough start, but, you know, he's going to be consistent now that uh, San Francisco will be rolling. Mm-hmm. And Like I said, Kirk, is a great flat you for you. And even, though I would say, Tony Pollard, who's being more involved in Dallas, is definitely a good uh, backup plan too.
2: Hey, I know we've got the trade deadline coming up. Pollard is on the trading blocks. Uh, uh, I, I, w- I will make, make a deal for him if uh, that makes sense. And if mm, you've got a good quarterback, I'll put John. Uh, if you've got a stud quarterback, I'll put Josh Jacobs on the trading block.
1: A stud quarterback, all right. So you're looking for like that Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson kind of guy? Or you
2: uh, I'm looking, looking for, yeah, a guy? little bit in that tier.
1: All right, well, definitely get this out there. We'll hopefully get you some feelers. I know uh, Johnson Avery was putting out a trade out there in the tents as well. I think he's looking yeah, for a John, running back.
2: John and I talked, and unfortunately, we just couldn't make it work.
1: I think that's been my biggest issue too because I know I did one trade on this course. I think in hindsight probably was not the best trade for me to do. But I mean, to each his own at the end of the season. But also like just trying to find something to trade with. Like no one has anything like substantial to give up or fears giving up too much for a trade. Like yeah, since everything's in balance. It's hard to really create a fair or just about a balanced trade for any team. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my biggest struggles uh, the second half of the season.
2: Yeah, it is. It, the teams are very thin for whatever reason.
1: Like, I know I could, like, since I have a few more receivers, I give a receiver. But the person who I think typically give up a running back has, like, two wide receiver ones. There's no reason for them to train you for a wide receiver when they're probably going to need a running back more often anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Who so... do you think is the biggest of now got a pretty good, uh, team so far, not including yourself.
2: So I think that, um, obviously rack city clutch is just, they're a terrific team. Um, I, they, I think they've got the total pass. and a really tough team to beat in the playoffs. Uh, I, I think they're probably the best team in the league and it's led by Josh Allen and then, you know, backed up by Travis Kelsey, Kelsey. And so that's probably for me. Maybe not so much of a surprise, but that's the that's the best team out there for sure. And Daniel Carlson, or is such a good kicker.
1: Yeah, I just pulled up his team. and said, got Austin Eckler, who's a machine. Um, was kind of falling off at the beginning. It really worked out for really a good team overall.
2: But my biggest surprise, I guess, is that just the quarterbacks in general, just that they just haven't been there.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, what do you think your best draft pick of the season would be for your team?
2: For my team, I think that, um, you know, I think I took Justin Jefferson with my first pick, and obviously he's been terrific. Uh, that was a great first pick. But I think Barkley's been my best draft pick of the season. I think a lot of people were shying away from him. He's been very inconsistent in years past. There's injury prone, and I think that while he wasn't a flyer, he was a flyer. in the fact that I took him in the second round,
0: yeah,
2: and I, I think that's uh, that's been I think that's been validated and been my best pick of the season. What uh,
1: what what pick number were you at in the draft? I forget.
2: I was six.
1: Okay, so you're right in the middle pretty much?
2: I was right in the middle.
1: I know I was on Barkley when I, like, turnaround. around. Like, I don't know if I would got my second round, but definitely he was there after, like, the beginning of the turnaround. I was definitely going to take him if he wasn't taking already. Yeah. So, good pick yeah. there.
2: Yeah, I just thought, felt that he was kind of the best available and that he had the most upside, and it's proven to work out. I mean, the Giants are also having a decent season, too, so that helps as well.
1: Of course. If you had to pick one team to win the whole thing, who do you think it is? Is that he's going to go Caleb, or you going go with a dark horse?
2: Yeah, well, you know, I hate picking against myself, so I think I'm going to win the whole thing. Obviously. Uh, I I'm going to
1: gonna, you you pick someone else, but
2: I figured no. Nah, well. I am going to uh, – I, I think Stafford's going to turn it around here towards the end of the season, and – I think he's going to have some strong 25 to 30 point performances, which is going to push me over the top.
1: True. True. I got another question for you. Alex. What is more satisfying your four win streak or Chris's five loss streak?
2: Oh, my four win streak for sure. Um, you know, I I don't worry about what the other teams are doing besides when I play them. And while it is very satisfying to beat Chris, uh, always has been, always will be, Uh, it is more satisfying to see me doing well.
1: Well, that's nice of you. Don't kick him in while he's down.
2: No, you know, listen, I appreciate a good joke as well as anybody, but you never want to kick a guy while he's down.
1: For sure, man. Um, Do you have your – do you have like a matchup you're looking forward to this week? Maybe your team, not someone else's team, but any other things you kind of keep an eye on for this coming week?
2: So for me, I'm playing Prestige Worldwide, but I am going to definitely keep an eye on that um, Rack City Clutch and Team Dadford uh, matchup. He's projected to have 132 points, Rack City Clutch, and I'm projected uh, to have 133. So if kind of a matchup within the matchup. I want to try to get the highest points of the week. So I'm going to be watching that one.
1: Nice. Very solid. And I know you're always uh, commenting on the power rankings. So I want to know your top six teams of the league right now.
2: So to be as fair and objective as possible, I think at number one, Rack City Clutch. Number two, Carson City Goobers. Number three, myself, CW won't call back. Uh, Number four, I'm actually going to do Josh's team. McIntyche. what? Mac attack? Yeah. And uh, five will go the Super Team. We like them. Um, the Super Saiyans. Yep.
1: Okay. Number the six?
2: Six is going to be Miami Sharks. Okay. Seven will be... Uh, Matthew Miller's somehow not okay team anymore, but the Mega Miller's team. Sure. Number seven will be Team Dadford. Number eight, running up that hill. Number nine, prestige worldwide. Number ten, Inglorious Staffords. And number eleven is Oh my God, when. (laughs) That's funny.
1: That'd be my team. I feel like last place right now, so I'm not done at all. Uh but thanks for your honesty,
2: man. What? <laughs> Put my team on the bottom, thanks for your honesty. Appreciate yeah. it. Well, you know, and and I think the power rankings, the the way I look at them is in, in total points. And so yeah. I kind of went with the the highest points and um because I think that's more of a true uh collection of who's better and who's not rather than the rankings in fantasy football. Because, you know, you can play a game where you score 150 points and lose and someone wins with ninety nine.
1: Yeah, Josh won or I have scored 160 points like a week ago. He still lost because he Who scored more than that.
2: Yep. Yeah. So I, I like I like going off the total points, especially this early in the season.
1: No, yeah, that makes sense. It's fair. So it's, it's honestly very unbiased because, you know, it's about, you know, straight up, not necessarily records, but about, you know, putting the best team out there basically.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Awesome, man. Well, that's all i got for you. Do you have anything else you want to add to the group?
2: No, I am uh, I'm just enjoying the season as always. I'm thankful to be part of it. Thank you to you to doing, for doing this podcast. I enjoy listening, and I hope everyone has a great weekend.
1: Awesome. Stay safe, Alex. Thanks for coming on.
2: All right, bye. Bye.
1: Once again, thank you to the man, the myth, the legend, Alex Bird, for joining us on our op- episode this week. Going right to our fab grab for the week. Uh, of course, speaking of outs, he had a grab for $8 on Evan Ingram, so he needed some tiny help, I guess, probably for the bye week. Uh, he also got a twelve dollars bid on the Giants defense, and the other one we have is a $0 bid. For the Tennessee defense that was grabbed by Joe, running up that hill. Great job on that one, guys. We're going to go right into uh, my team, or not my team segment. Uh, of course, it's only from my perspective this week since Josh isn't here. But I'm going to go with my favorite team with Megan Miller's team because, hey, when you win a game by 10 points with two zeros, that's going to be big for me. And of course, least favorite is not just because he's my opponent, but in Gloria Stafford, I'm hoping you lose. No offense. I love you, Chris. I'm going to go with my matchup of the week this week. It's gonna be Carson City Goobers versus uh, Miami Sharks. So that's Justin Ray versus John Snavely. I think it'll be a good uh, test matchup for both guys. That'll be a pretty good, uh, pretty good position power for the playoffs coming up very soon as well. And give me one moment. We're gonna go right for our power rankings. Power rankings. All right, now the time we've all been waiting for, so patiently. Our totally fair and unbiased power rankings. And our soft number one, Carson City Goobers. Number two, Miami Sharks. Number three, Rack City Clutch. Number four, CW won't call back. Number five, Mac Attack. Number six, the Mega Millers team. Number seven, Super Saiyans. Number eight, Team Dadford. Number nine, Running Up That Hill. Number 10, Prestige. Chief wide. Number 11, oh, my God, win. And number 12, InGloria Stafford's. That's what I got, guys. 1 through 12. Don't like it? Then tell me about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, that's all I got for time for today. One day everyone for listening. Be sure to keep up with the Instagram for us pod. Uh, again, if you don't like my rankings, you have a problem with my segments or just want to say hi, leave a message um, or a shout-out test. We'll get you guys on the pod. Love we'll to have anyone or all of you at one time if we can. Uh, that's all I got for you this week. Thanks for listening. Be safe. Glad uh hope everyone's making up to the storm. And see you next week. Peace out.